Welcome, listeners. Another episode, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights, sponsors, Beckett Media, Burbank Sports Cards, ComC.com, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Heritage Auctions, Huggins and Scott Auctions, Tops, Panini, Upper Deck, all great companies. My guest, my special guest today is Kevin Isaacson, longtime friend and uh Someone who I respected as a competitor and then enjoyed as a, as, as a, uh, still a competitor on the golf course. We played golf, uh, uh, with and against each other, uh, a number of times in different parts of the, of the, uh, of the hemisphere. Uh, very enjoyable. But today we're going to talk about then and now, uh, Krause Publications, which, uh, also means SCD, their, their flagship. Of course, they've also had other, other things that Krause Publications have been the standard catalogs. And all that, but just we're going to have a conversation about then and now when, uh, you know, kind of when, uh, when Kevin got there. And I may even reminisce about times before that, but, uh, and then up to now of what's going on with uh, Krause Publications and some of their, uh, efforts. They, uh, Kevin, when you joined in the mid nineties, uh, were those not glory days for Krause Publications? Were you catching a tiger by the tail? I mean, you know, Beckett Publications, we were, we were, we were uh, going strong. Yeah, it was an amazing time in the industry. Uh, Sports Collectors Digest at that time uh, actually could not print any more pages in its uh, weekly uh, newspaper because the the printer capacity right. had been so they they were at a point where they couldn't take more ads of any issues because the printer couldn't fulfill them. There wasn't spot on the press, so it was an amazing time. That's like the best business problem you can imagine. But th- <laughs> those days did and and before that, before you got there, they were they were doing well. I remember back when. Uh, when uh, John Stoneman was in charge, I did an episode about Dan Dishley and his uh, contributions to the uh, price guide, especially the, those early price surveys back in the 70s. But John Stoneman was right there, too. And he was the, uh, I guess, the original uh, SED uh, publisher. And then Krause Publications, uh, uh, which was a more diversified uh, uh, publisher, uh, and it had gone on to even greater expansion. Uh, acquired that. So you came in on that. How diversified was Krause when you, for, cause I think, you know, again, just hindsight, they may have gotten over diversified at some point or over leveraged. I don't know. They had some, uh, again, they had quality products, but wh- wh- where did, where did that stand when you uh, came in? Uh, when I came in, Krause was already quite diversified into many enthusiast fields. Uh, the sports business, Sports Collectors Digest was actually the first outreach from what had been a coin company, uh, right. a coin company. And Bob Lemke, who was um, a, a relatively young hire at that time, right. uh, what was going on in the success they were having in the coin market. And he was a sports collector at heart. And he thought, you know, we should really get into, we should do something other than coins. And he convinced Chet Krause that it was a good idea. They bought SCD and right. uh, that model to acquire uh, media entities throughout the collecting and enthusiast space. Was Chet, uh, I mean, I, I'm going to eventually do a tribute to, to, uh, to Bob for sure. Uh, but, but, but maybe even Chet deserves, uh, I mean, well, not maybe, but Chet was more of a coin guy, but he, I don't know if, are you saying Bob Lemke talked him into it or Chet was thinking, uh, I mean, what, what was the interaction there? Bob talked him into it. Okay. It was, it was Lemke's vision and, um, you know, Chet saw them the business reality, uh, that he, he could take what was there and use the, um, economies that he had developed in Iowa, Wisconsin right, right. to, you know, deliver even more profitable, uh, business than Mr. Stoneman had been running. Yeah. When I started the, 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 the uh, our monthly magazine, I went to a, 
a typesetter and I said, uh, and I brought a copy of SCD and said, you know, what if I did something like this? What would, what would you charge me for? I said, I'd be getting a pencil copy like this and you'd turn it into this. And, and, and they kind of looked at me and said, you, you, you don't even want to know the answer. Not only would you have to pay, it just was a lot of labor in those days. It, there were no digital, digital, uh, opportunities. Uh, so you, it was just typesetting the old fashioned way. And he said, and further, you'd have to bring in your copy so far in advance to give us a chance. And so the Krause machine was well oiled and was formidable in those days. And so that's one of the reasons we never really took ads and that allowed us to get started in a, Interesting way with the dealers appreciating the fact that they weren't selling magazines in their uh, store that that uh, were chock full of their uh, competitors' ads. Yeah, it it really was a benefit to both Beckett and Krause that you organized your company the way you did. That worked great, and you know Krause had a nice run with the advertising side too. Absolutely. Well, I you know I've said this. I never felt like I mean we were we've always been more competitors. I mean more friends than competitors. But even when you were in the thick of it there, and I was in the thick of it. Down here, I mean, basically, we we had uh, you know a little bit different business approach, and your success was not it, it wasn't even a zero sum game. We were helping, not just you and I, but again, we both had wonderful teammates, but we were helping build an industry, build the hobby into an industry, and it was very gratifying. And Chet, Chet, letting Bob do it, and then Bob bringing in you and others, uh, really things things really blossomed. They did. And uh, one of the things I always liked about our, our, our company's relationship in those days was at the annual trade conference in Hawaii, we would always co-host the uh, opening reception and mm. that sent a message to the industry, you know, the high tide lifts all ships kind of thing. But it, it really, you know, was, was great to see people who at least theoretically competed working together and partnering. And I think that uh, message really resonated throughout our industry in those days. Well, I hope it did. I think that's, I mean, it wasn't a ploy. I mean, I think that it was supposed to be an, a, a trade conference for the, for the whole industry. And it's, uh, it's carried on, but I, your involvement is either less or not at this point. I think you, you were so heavily involved for so many years. But, uh, again, the, this collaborative approach. In fact, it's tricky even now where the summit is not in Hawaii and it's not as inclusive of uh, all the key players. It's still, a very nice event, but the Hawaii trade show was the must be there event. I felt like, and that again, a lot of it was to your credit, certainly Kit and Patty young as well. But like I say, being able to show cooperation with the industry within the industry was, was an important part. And I enjoyed doing some of those things with you. Hobby really into an industry and the industry that continues to um, succeed and uh, please collectors today. Uh, Krause, what, what's, what do you regard as the state of, of SCD and Krause? Oh, well, not Krause anymore because it's, it was F and W, I guess. Was it still Krause within F and W or did the Krause brand kind of fade too much into the background? They, F and W over time removed the Krause brand yeah. completely other than a little bit of affectation in the coin business. Okay. But anyway, SCD, uh, what, what's your take on SCD at this point? Uh, is it a, uh, it seems like it's still, Clicking along, not at the same level, but what, what, what is your assessment of what uh, the successor to Krause and SCD and some of their initiatives? What do, what do you? Unfortunately, if you were a consultant to them, what would you what would you tell them? Um, sell, maybe. Oh, come on, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, uh, it's 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 really not a factor um, yeah. industry anymore, and 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 that's too bad, um, especially given how viable the vintage market is. Uh, they're uh, there probably wasn't just a, a go forward business strategy. Uh, 
that crowd, mm-hmm. the successive owners really had that that was going to work. Uh, sometimes when you're so successful in what you're doing, you want to hang on to that, even though right. the market is changing. And what you did well, is you rebranded the business as Beckett.com and people had no idea what you were doing and why you went to this dot com right. thing. And yet, you know, you were at the forefront of where the industry was. So you took well, a, I, I wasn't at the, I wasn't at the forefront. I was right behind Mark Harwell, our right. mutual friend. <laughs> so he, he would, he'd be a, a, an outstanding offensive lineman clearing the path, but he had vision as well. And I, I do think that, as you said, when you came in the industry where I was, where you were, what the, what the state of the union was there, I don't think our company, I don't think we were that much early adopters and Krause and, and, uh, and SCD weren't either. We, we had good things going and you don't, it's hard to cannibalize your own stuff. But thanks to Mark and, and others, we moved more aggressively into the digital, which is really the 21st century. And so, and, and Krause was not as uh, nimble in that regard. Again, they had such a cash cow that they wanted to, to uh, prolong. Uh, and then they, and we got into grading uh, relatively late, it, it seems like now, because PSA was going very strong when we, when we entered 20 years ago. But then Krause and, and SCD got into grading, I think, even later. And they, it was, uh, and that was not as successful as, as they would have liked. Yeah. It, it, it takes some. Uh, but again, they had, they had a fabulous ride. And most, most companies don't make it five years, much less 50 years. You're right. You're right. But, you know, it's, it's what's next. Where's the market going to go? And it's, it's that challenge to balance, um, what you're doing now and optimize that, but also start investing in what's going to come and where people are going to want to engage in the future. And again, credit to you for getting integrating at a time when you could still, um, really make an impact. And as you know, BGS right now is, is just a wonderful service that, you know, collect right. dealers value. Uh, the Beckett marketplace is a very viable, uh, you know, and popular place to, to buy carts. Uh, right. the online price guide. Is a great service, and you know you and Mark and your team had that willingness to uh, not just be a print publisher, but to position your your business for the future, and that's why it continues to uh, survive and thrive today. Uh, listeners, that's what you call kind of a sponsor shout out to Beck and me. Thank you, <laughs> Kevin, for doing uh, my job for me. But uh, getting back to Krause and SED, uh, one of the things I'm proudest of, and I've really enjoyed in doing these podcasts, is that. I've got a number of Beckett Publications alums out there who are out, mostly men, young men who are not as young now, but some great guys that I've uh, known as as boss and and now as friend. Uh, surely you have some of those from your Krause days of some Krause people you worked with. They're perhaps still in the industry or have gone on. Uh, can you mention a few of those? Like I said, I've had some of my my Beckett alums on, and it's just great to talk about the good old days. But who are the good old days guys from Krause that you uh, that are either still in the industry or guys that you uh, would like to give a shout out to? Well, thanks for the opportunity. Uh, first guy that comes to mind is uh, Steve Blado, who runs Collect Off. Yeah, um, right. Great guy, lifelong hobbyist, and runs a really um, successful, ethical auction business. And uh, you're just really thrilled to see the success that he's had in his industry career. Um, some other guys uh, that uh, you know. Again, the guys that, that, that come to mind, uh, some of them uh, are, are former Beckett guys. I worked with them at Playoff, like Tracy Hackler, uh, who's now yeah. at Panini, Rob Springs, who's in product dev at Panini, yeah. uh, Nick Matevich, also now at Panini. We right. together at yeah. Playoff, and uh, uh, they were all, I think, Beckett guys at one point in time. And uh, so, yeah, r- really just great to see people who are talented and who have remained uh, invested in our industry. Yeah, I, I want to get Steve on, uh, Bledo on, uh, 
one of these uh, episodes one of these days. I, I think I, I think he he does have an auction niche that's worth uh, worth uh, giving some airtime to. And uh, it, you know, you, there are a number of people that I remember from Krause that were that were uh, aggressive uh, competitors for sure. Starting with Hugh uh, McAloon, where I I have you know during the it's like it's like uh, I don't know about him, but it seemed like when we went to Hawaii, it was like a truce. It was like uh, because he was he was a very aggressive competitor. And I respected that, but he, very intense and not not uh, I'm I'm. If I'm intense, it's, it's, it's not quite in that way, but, uh, he, he brought a lot of energy to the, uh, to the Krause presentation and, and, uh, and he was uh, pretty aggressive on the golf course too. So <laughs> let's leave it, let's leave it at that. Uh, Kevin, I always enjoy talking to you. We got to get out on the links. Uh, maybe I should just come over to Hawaii. That'd be the way, but how much time are you spending in Hawaii these days? Uh, about half a year. We, we still, uh, live in Wisconsin during the summer months. And then when it gets a little bit cold, we, uh, head west. That is that is such a terrible note to end on because now everybody's going to like hate you that you live. Oh, but but uh, fans, I just want to tell you, Kevin's uh, done a great job, and and because of his contributions, he he's uh, enjoying uh, being in a great place and still being able to do like this is a phone call. I mean, he he doesn't have to be there. He's got relationships in place for some of his consulting can be can be remote. And my hats off to you, Kevin. You've 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 done a great job. I think every place you've been. Certainly enjoyed all my interactions with you, and I look forward to visiting again about uh, some other topic that would be of interest to us and to our listeners. So thanks, Kevin. Thanks, listeners. We'll be back again tomorrow with another episode.